Slee, I don't know if I'd be thrilled or mortified if you hear the dun 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 dun, dun draft pick music and say the Arizona Cardinals have traded the third pick in the draft to the Los Angeles Rams. I would be like, wait, what? <laughs> like, I think I'd hate that. You know what I mean? I don't think I want him to try to make a big move like that. Just sit with you. You don't want to happen. Guys. I, I don't think so. But if they do it, it, I mean, it'd be fun right up until you have a bunch of bad years in a row. Well, they're the I, I like to give them the benefit of the doubt. Still want to give them the benefit of the doubt. So if they decided to do that, they got they're thinking there something's gotta be got like, something up their sleeve. They need like ten guys, not one. I know. They need we need a lot to do it. Uh Jerry Springer passed earlier today. Mm-hmm. Um maybe not the pioneer of trash TV, but certainly one of its most successful uh purveyors. Yes. That is our snake draft today, Em. Yes, our snake draft is of trash TV. And obviously it's, it's up to you draft. whether or not trash TV is trash TV. Uh, this morning, Berg was like, oh, Emily, you should put Ted Lasso on it because you hate Ted Lasso. I'm like, I don't hate Ted Lasso. Did he say it like that? Or, yeah, or, he said okay. exactly like that. I was in the room. Lasso. He kind of did. That, like, <laughs> I'm taking Emily's side on this one. He, he kind of did do it funny. Like Okay, so again, the order... Uh, Let me guess. It's you different today. No, it is uh, Travis, then Whoa. Taylor, then Emily, then Alan, because I tried to change it up today. We did it based on numbers, and uh, Berg can back me up. It was fair and honest. All right, so Travis, sure, you're up Berg. first for the Trash TV draft. Okay, I, uh, I'm i going to play a little bit of game theory here and hope that the one that I want the most you guys don't take because I don't know if you guys know it, so I'm going to put it in my back pocket and hope to get a little lucky. I'm going to take the uh, the reason we're doing this in the first place. Maybe the most famous edition of Trash TV, the hit people with chairs, the fighting girlfriends and boyfriends, and just the chaos of the Jerry Springer show. I will take Jerry Springer with my first overall pick. Good choice. Now we have Taylor. Okay. Don't so... say it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're thinking about, Travis. Good, good, good. I don't think, but I'm going to go with Cops. For my first choice. Really good one. That is a good choice. That's a great one. I'm down to three. Why is he sweaty? <laughs> the best part is is when they take the guy, they have him handcuffed, and they're yeah. dragging him out of the house, and she and the woman that called the police in the first place, leave him alone. It's like, he just beat you up. What do you mean, leave him alone? Take him away. I think it's the most realistic, too, of all the trash TV. All right. So my next one is going to be... A show I've talked about before. I get really excited about it, and I was really mad when I couldn't see the reunion of this show. So my first pick in the draft is Love is Blind. It's where, again, if people don't know, it's just where two people, they meet in pods, they talk without seeing each other, they get engaged without seeing each other, then they have to get married within a month. It is trash TV. It's reality TV at its finest. Thank you, Netflix, for that every year. So uh, Love is Blind is mine. Uh, Go ahead. It's so Slee, I'm I'm worried about you because you're the next oldest person on the show. I mm-hmm. think you may steal what I'm thinking, but uh, I don't think I a, will. You get a couple. I, you might. Mine you won't might. be. I, this one won't be surprising. Okay. This one is. Um, I went through a stage where I watched a little bit of the show, and I should <laughs> never have watched it. Jersey Shore. <laughs> Great. Yes. Jersey Shore. The situation, which you always tell the story. Right, that he was the it most was like popular person. A combination of Jesus Christ and the Buddha walked through the the Super Bowl. Uh, it was like everybody was freaking out over the situation. All right, I don't like to say it, but Jersey Shore. I went through a little stage two where I watched a little bit of this show, and um, they're not proud about it. Early on, saw a few episodes of Keeping Up with the Kardashians. Let's <laughs> go. Saw a few of them. So a few of them. So those are my those are my Excellent. top two. Those are good, two very good picks. Okay, so my next one is a a um, show that I watched when I was a kid, actually, and then I've rewatched it episodes recently. I uh, they were the girls in the show were also around the same age as me at the time. We were kids. It takes place in Pittsburgh, and my family's like, oh, we they would run into these people all the time. It's called Dance Moms. It is. I, I know Dance Moms. The craziest, have, most have insha- insane it? show ever. It's not the one. <laughs> Is it with all the kids? Yes, is that yes. all the kids, is? but all the moms. The moms watch the moms every are practice. Lunatics. Yes, I, I've seen. <laughs> I've seen previews of the show and whatever yeah. I was watching. I'm like, what is this? The Kel- moms. Kelly loves Dance Moms. It's so good. Loves it, and so I have run into <laughs> the ep- episodes more. That it's 
terrific. And some of the girls are really <laughs> successful now. So Maddie Ziegler has been in like movies, and she's she is a main dancer. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of stuff that they actually have like really good careers after this. But Dance Moms, oh, guilty pleasure by far. Taylor. Okay, this is this is tough. Oh, I think I'm gonna go with Maury for my <laughs> second pick. Yeah. That's, I thought it was, it's not the one oh, I wanted, okay. but I, I was hoping on the flip that I was going to get more. You're going to get two? Yeah. Yeah. Maury, yeah, I don't Great even choice. know how to pronounce it. Maury Povich. Uh, yeah. All those paternity paternity tests are just... That's a good one. They're pretty close. Yeah, that's a good one. Those, yeah, you are not the father. Those are always... <laughs> that. Let's, <laughs> Let's go. go! I'm so happy like he's that at I don't have SC football you. game. Touchdown at the <laughs> He just got a touchdown. All right, so I'm going to take the one that I was hoping Nova would take. We're doing three, by the way? Yeah. God bless yeah. America. I don't think I have it. This is my third <laughs> one is it. That's all I got left. I got two coming my way. Not for And this is somebody that went from really respected journalist who was very highly regarded and did some really good work to a punchline to somebody that was the gold standard for, oh, this is going to be ridiculous and, and absurd. I want the Geraldo Rivera show. Yep. <laughs> that that Geraldo was the the vault and getting hit with the chair in the face. He was great. And then lastly, I'm going super local. I, the three of you may not. It hasn't been on TV in forever. It was on KDOC Channel 56 here okay. in LA. It's like a public access show, but it got kind of a cult following. I don't know if it ever went national, but just slightly outside of Southern California. I want the Wally George show. Okay, and it was this guy that was in this costume. He had this white hair. He had an American flag in the background, and he would just yell insults at the audience That's members, good. and they would yell insults back at him. Side note: Rebecca De Mornay, actress, Wally George's daughter. So, give me the Wally George show. Taylor. Okay. Was that the, was that the one? No, Geraldo. Oh, Geraldo was. Yeah, the one. I wasn't worried about anybody taking. I was going to say I didn't know that one. Okay, my last pick. I was going to pick Ninety Day Fiance because that's got some good. Uh, some good comedy on it, but I'm gonna go with it's all, just it's also a radio show, but it was a TV show for a while too. Love Line. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, Love Line. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. Doctor yeah, Drew Corolla. That's just classic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, so my next one. I don't know if anybody in this room has seen this one, but it was called MTV's Next. So the basis of this show, and I love going back and rewatching it. It's literally the, my 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 favorite thing to do when I'm uh, you know under the influence and I go back and watch the show. But these people are on the bus. All it's either all guys or all girls, and then there's one person outside the bus, and they either get they get paid a dollar for every minute they stay on this date. So the mm. the cap is 120 minutes, so two hours. So you walk off the bus, and then uh, the person can say next, and you get any money, and you go on. Or if you stay through the date, you get 45 minutes, and you get 45 dollars, and you go next. Or if you see through the whole thing, you can either choose to take the $120 or you can choose to go on a second date. It's honestly so freaking funny, and that's mine. So next is mine. Alan? All right, this one is, um, it's a ridiculous show, but I haven't watched it in a while, but I used to watch it. I think it was on Bravo TV, okay? Million Dollar Listing Los Angeles. Just ridiculous. Like, everything was calculating these real estate agents are all trying it's like a kind of a click of agents all of them trying to sell these multi-million dollars homes and then it's calculating right there what their commission is and then the girlfriend is involved as well and it's just a it's like so in this it ended you up spinning up bad? million dollar new york million dollar list in new york and kind of went all around i think it's uh, i think it's netflix emily help me out here selling sunset is yeah, what netflix. you're describing yeah, only sunset. it's turned up to a billion it's it's I'm like why am I watching this? Because it's awesome. It was pretty good. Yeah. It, by the way, million dollar listing in LA gets you half of a duplex in Culver City. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's it's it, there's that you want this? I'll be a million. There bucks. was That's a time a where that shed. there was a time where that name matched the show. It no longer matches. No, it's it's. The show. Move that lawnmower. You can have a cot in the corner of my yep. tool shed, and yep. that's your the million best thing dollar about uh, Netflix reality shows. Is they always all the music is like very hyper realistic. They're always like, oh, they'll be oh, talking yeah. about something, and like, oh, this is toxic, and they play a song that says, this is toxic, so toxic. That's it's the best part about man. Netflix. I'm showing Slee my Wally George pictures, and it's a very sp- there. There's a trillion pictures of Wally George. It's all the same picture. Him screaming at somebody in front of the flag. 
they're all exactly the same, and it's wonderful. John will know uh, Wally George. We'll talk about Wally George when we come also, back. Also, if we miss anything, if there's Jersey anyone, Shore. anything that you think that we should have gotten, you can either call in 877-710-3776, or you can tweet at us, because we love to hear your answers about what we missed and how wrong we were. All right. I know that uh, I must win. The Memphis has a must win. Yeah. Sacramento has a must win. Do the Lakers have a must-win tomorrow night? That's coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. We all know breakfast is an important part of your day. But sometimes when you're traveling for business, you end up staying at a hotel that doesn't offer any. You know what happens? You grab a cup of coffee and skip the meal entirely. We've all been there. But if you book a room at La Quinta by Wyndham, you can enjoy their free bright side breakfast featuring delicious baked goods, fruit, eggs, yogurt, and waffles. And really... Who doesn't want to start their day with a fresh, hot waffle? Tonight, La Quinta, tomorrow you shine. Book direct at LQ.com. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sports book of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. Danica Sierra writes, Noon. Oh, by the way, Slee, I, I look at all of our mentions during the show, and I get yeah. a pretty good sense of who, who's a regular and who's a newbie. I don't know if I've seen Danica's name before, so welcome, Danica. Thank you, Danica. And Danica and I get it, is basically what I'm getting at, because Danica writes, the Wally George show is the original great call. So when you're 10 years old, and you don't quite get how these things work, and you have this guy in this white wig screaming at people on TV while denouncing them for not being great, and you think it's real, it's the best TV show in the history of the world. I wish that it would have been, well, George's probably been dead 30 years, I have no idea. Amazing. Amazing. He, the TV show was him berating his audience. It was, it was so good. There was no content. Who can do it now? There, <laughs> Is there somebody to take that concept and just? If I'm being honest, it mm-hmm. just just insulting people. Donald Trump. Yeah. Right. Like that. Just 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 it, just him just hammering away going, at people. Going going yes. right at everybody else. <laughs> yeah. That's basically. With, with with just making stuff up out of thin air. It's just it was it was terrific. It can't come back. Richard Bay would have been a good call. Ooh, Crypto Ray with a good one. Hoarders. That's uh, that was close. I was going to put that on, but I thought that was more. I don't know. I'm surprised Real Housewives didn't make it on us either. Real Housewives of New Jersey, OC, just because I don't watch it. Do you watch it? New York. I, I could have put it on there. I just never I, watched. I it. I watched it in its first because the first one was the Real Housewives of the OC when yeah. I was living, mm-hmm. still do live in Orange County. Yep. One of the original Housewives. I won't say which one. Mm-hmm. Aggressively pursued one of my buddies. Oof. Like a to the point of. This is borderline uncomfortable, <laughs> and and so I had a uh, a fascination with that show because I wanted to see where it went, knowing that she had very strong opinions on about my buddy. Yeah, you had a I connection to see how there. That played out. You had a connection. It was yeah, pretty great. We also had Junior and Valencia. He couldn't say, he couldn't say on the phone, but he wanted to say uh, Flavor of Love. Is another one. Is it's that MTV? Flav? Yeah, yeah Flavor Flav. Yeah. That there was like Teal Tequila, and she's you know been through a ringer now recently. Yeah. But there's a lot of those like dating shows. MTV perfected trash TV in the early 2000s. <laughs> you know they had. Yeah, they did. People want to get in on this. Let's try Dave in Ventura. Dave, you're on with Trav and Slee. What's up, Dave? Hey guys, how you doing today? Great. Um, hey, one of the shows that I used to love was a, a show called Hardcore Pond. It was about a, uh, a pond place back in Detroit. The old man Les owned the place, and his two kids uh, worked for him. His, his daughter was absolutely a witch, and then um, his his uh, his son uh, kept trying to take the place over, steal it from dad. But it was it was pretty wild. They uh, these people would bring in all kinds of just bizarre crap to try to pawn it. And of course, um, Les and his two kids—they, you know—then turn around and sell the thing for twenty times the price that uh, they bought it for or pawned it at. And those are good shows. Yeah, those are good shows. Those I, I 
only seen a couple of them where it's these, you know, obviously these pawn shops. What's the one in Vegas, the famous one in Vegas? Pawn Stars. Pawn Stars. Yeah. Those, those, I, I can't sit there and say I'm watching season by season, but when I just watch a random show of it, it's got me interested for a little bit. Yeah, well, you want to see how badly they're going to stick it to the guy who's yeah. coming in selling yeah. his grandpa's watch, right? So he's like, my grandpa took this through World War II. It saved his life on the front lines of the Battle of the Bulge. I'll give you eight 18 bucks. 18 bucks. <laughs> Yeah, and then, and then best I can do. Then, then he turns around and for sells it for eight grand to the guy that it's like a World War II memorabilia expert. It's like, yeah, it's it's both compelling and deeply, deeply disheartening at the same time. There's a lot going on in that. Uh, let's see, CC in Compton. CC, you're on with Travis Lee. What's up? Guys, I love the show, um, but I'm calling about the Bad Girls Club. So it would be like six to eight girls in like a mansion with a bunch of liquor and they start off as friends and by the end of the season they're pulling wings and fighting and <laughs> Wait, Cece, real quick. It, what's the name of the show? Bad Girls, Bad Club. Girls Club. What's it on? It was on, I believe, like TLC. Now you can see it on Peacock. They have like all the old seasons on Peacock. It doesn't come on anymore. But Natalie Nunn was one of the girls that was on there. She's very popular now. Um, she's the original bad girl. <laughs> but they would be throwing clothes in the pool. <laughs> So let me ask you this. If I just go and, and find it on the streaming service that you mentioned, can I turn on any episode and I'm going to get people pulling off each other's wigs? Because I'd very much like to see that. You can, you can go each season. You can go to different episodes. Start like an episode three, and I'm telling you, you will see fights. And <laughs> they're drunk. They're crying. They're throwing up. The house is filthy. It is awesome. It I still like watch it. CC, <laughs> that's a great description. That's a fantastic description. When you're ready, let's you and I randomly watch one episode. <laughs> we'll go to season one, episode three. Let's take her opinion there. Pulling each other's wigs off. I, I, she had, I can't I, wait for I, you guys to watch Bad Girls Club. We really <laughs> do you know should. them? I know it. I've watched an episode <laughs> or two. It's it's really good. <laughs> we really should watch one episode, you and I, at some point. The breakdown. Great. What's the best one on the list here, Emily? You decide. Uh, I want to hear from Tony in L.A. because he has a friend who is on the show next that I picked. Okay, Tony, what do you got? What's up, Trav? What's up, Slee? How's it going, guys? All right. Good, buddy. Uh, so I, I had a buddy who was actually on the show next, and it's actually super scripted. Um, he actually did get, obviously, paid for coming out on the show, but Whoa. it's like super scripted. He didn't get to come out on the bus, and it's just all like, fun and games type of thing but also another show on mtv emily she probably remembers this it's called room raiders it's a show where you kind of get kidnapped into a van and there's it's a dating show and the person who's like trying to pick the person to date goes into their room like a detective type of thing <laughs> and they go searching through their drawers seeing what the person's like seeing what their persona is and stuff and at the end of the day that's how they pick their uh, their date by the stuff they have in their room and their stuff they have in there. MTV was so out of pocket in the early 2000s. They would do this stuff. They did this. They did parental control, which is where like you go on the you had a someone would have a significant other. Their parents didn't like their significant other, and so their parents set them up on another date and then recorded them. MTV was crazy at this time. <laughs> I'm so happy about this. I really I I want to watch all of these shows. I haven't heard one that I don't want to see so far. Let's try to watch all of Jersey Shore tonight. <laughs> Why not? Let's watch or let's go to La Mirada and Sahid. Sahid, you're all with Travis Lee. Hey, how's it going, guys? Yeah, this show was like Jerry Springer, but like times 10. And I was actually on the show. They paid you 20 bucks an episode to be on it. It was very scripted, but it was called Jose Luis. It was a Latino show, which they pretty much bring people on there with scripted situations and then. Uh, the audience goes up there and actually fist fights with the people. It's pretty crazy. So here's the thing. So he, thank you for the phone call. I don't mind the fact that some of this stuff is scripted. I don't mind that a lot of it is like put on to create these wild and crazy yeah. situations because the people still have to execute the wild and crazy the situation plan. at the end, right? That I'm going to need you to slap her to make this episode pay off. That I understand they're probably not as mad as they're acting to be. I understand that there's probably not quite the conflict that they're yeah. painting. But when you grab her wig and go to tear it off, I'm here Why? for it. Explain to me this. 
why are these shows so popular? Because we all just named off shows that w- that are ridiculous shows. Why it's are they shot and Why are they so popular? The train wrecks. You can't turn away. Both of those things and things that I would feel fairly comfortable saying. The four of us will never find ourselves in that situation. So you're having a little bit of a vicarious uh, vicarious thrill through somebody by because yeah. we've all wanted to tear somebody's wig off. <laughs> But we've never, we all haven't had the chance to do it. And when you get to see it done, it just, just kind of makes you feel better. Sure. I'm just saying. Should we nice try and warm one? inside. Let's try yeah. Cornell one. in Los Angeles. What's up, Cornell? Hey, how y'all doing? All right. It's probably not as trashy on those levels, but I think Cheaters. I think that's a show that's kind of trashy. <laughs> Especially when, uh, when they be stalling people, then when somebody, you know, end up cheating and the cameraman, you know, keep telling them, do you want to keep seeing it? Do you want to keep seeing this? Like, they keep adding more heat. They already have their feelings hurt. Well, they want to go for the kill shot, right? Yeah. I, no, no, no. You have to watch a little more of this. Let's forward this a little bit. They, they, they've got them going into the hotel room, right? Like, so the guy that's running around on his wife, he's got his girlfriend, and they they show up at the sleazy motel, and you see the lights go out, and they the, the woman's in the van, and she and she's like, I don't want to see anymore. Like, no, you're gonna stick around. We're 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 gonna catch him when he's coming out. Let me show you this graph. This is our ratings when when you do get to see this. Right. We're gonna show him coming out with his hair all messed up and lipstick on his face and we want the confrontation when you break into tears and realize your life has come to an end (laughs) that that might be the best answer that show was this is awesome and it was the second it was over like yeah that was super depressing that (laughs) that that really bums me out family is ruined (laughs) and and everyone's watching it like that was good it's awesome until it's over it's like yeah Yeah. i really didn't need to see that at all yeah why not let's try another one uh Tom in Alhambra. Tom, you're on with Travis Lee. It's Victor from Alhambra. Oh, sorry, Victor. What's up? Hey, there's a show on TLC, the Learning Channel. It's called "I Love a Mama's Boy." Okay. It's about a girl. It's about a girl who dates a, a guy, and that guy is a mama's boy. And the moms, man, they're freaking crazy, man. They're all up on the guy's business and all that. <laughs> Like they're all getting a fight with the mom, like, 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 and these are grown men, like in their thirties, <laughs> and they're hand feeding them, wiping them, clothing them. Oh no! Shaving their backs. Yeah, now this got dark. <laughs> <laughs> what are we yeah, learning like, from that yeah. show? The Learning Channel. That, 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 like Emily said, there by the grace of God, right? At least I'm not 30 years old and my mother is feeding me. Jeez. <laughs> right? just, there, are, there are degrees to this. Thank you, Victor. Look, we, we, Emily, we need to do better research on these things that when we do a draft that has this many possibilities, we need to open it up to the audience. Yeah. We need to go around to everybody. Maybe the audience gets it. a pick as well. That's, that is amazing. Three callers get their three picks. There's more than we need. That's fantastic. Good job, everybody. Uh, Coming up a week from tomorrow, Cinco de Mayo, a week from tomorrow, ESPN LA taking over Salida Tacos and Margaritas in Anaheim for a Cinco de Mayo fiesta. We're giving away Angels tickets, Mandy Awards tickets, Salida gift cards, and more, all starting with mine and Slee's show at 10 a.m. So join me and Slee, Mason and I on Sedano and Cap, the entire 710 crew at Anaheim's hottest new restaurant, Salida Tacos and Margaritas, Light the fire within and feed your soul is tomorrow a must win for the lakers we're doing it next and maybe some trash tv it's coming up travis lee 710 espn this podcast is proud to be supported by jets pizza the number one pick in detroit style pizza why it's simple jets is better with the thickest crispiest cheesiest detroit style pizza in the country there's no competition right now get five dollars off any eight corner pizza with code eight save that's the number eight S-A-V-E. Go to jetspizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. All right, Lakers game six coming up tomorrow night at Crypto. Very quickly, um, somebody said something, one of the callers said something last segment that you, you didn't hear, I didn't hear, Taylor mm-hmm. didn't hear, Emily didn't hear, that we obviously would have dumped it had we heard it. And I just want to apologize to everybody. That's not what any of us in this room are yep. about. And I sincerely apologize. It won't happen again. And we're going to squash that as yep. quickly as we can. But we got a couple of heads up. So 
are bad. We will do better, and we don't stand for any of that stuff. And that's a bad deal. Yeah, so just wanted to mention that whoever yep. that was, and I don't know exactly who said it, but mm-hmm. don't call us anymore. Yep. We're, we're done. Yep. We're done with that. One more trash TV suggestion here, Al. How about the last ten seasons of Angels baseball? <laughs> Good one. That's yeah. reality TV. It's it is. It's reality. It's bad reality TV along the way. Might be or the best the one. Raiders made the playoffs two years ago. At least that's yeah, something. They have been probably should have won. Are special right now. Yeah, they, that's 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 the right one. They should grab that number three pick. Let's make it weird tonight at the at the NFL draft. The Rams have moved into number three. I I, I don't think I want to hear that. I want to hear moving up. Sometimes great. Remember what. Chicago moved from three to two yes. to take and Mitch Trubisky, t- <laughs> yeah. and then Trubisky. a handful of picks later, with the uh, next pick, the Kansas City Chiefs will take Patrick Mahomes as uh, out of Texas Tech University. Yeah, that worked out all right. Jeez. <laughs> Make the right pick. Make the right pick. All right. Um, Lakers have a three to two advantage coming home to L.A., which you said uh, earlier in the program is exactly where you would want to be, right? That if you said at the beginning of the series, mm-hmm. you're going to get a 3-2 lead, you're going to get game six on your home floor, do you want to buy that right now? Heck yeah. yeah. Let's let's do it. Let's keep it moving. And let's take our chances. Is that true? Or is that two chances to win one game, right? Is it that or is it, listen, LeBron looked really gassed last night. LeBron only has a very short window to get ready for Friday night. In the event that they do lose, it's an even shorter window going back to Sunday afternoon, most likely. Yeah. That this maybe not is an elimination for the game for the Lakers the way it is for the Grizzlies or the way that it's going to be for Sacramento. Yep. But this is a de facto must win game. So if the idea and the goal is here, the goal is not to just get past the first round. You're going to get certain opportunities in a series. Are you going to seize those opportunities or not? Game two for me was the most disappointing game that the Lakers have played this series. Not game five, what we saw yesterday. I thought yesterday was a little bit more... I expect the Memphis Grizzlies to put up a fight this series. When Lakers had that chance in game two, after taking game one and Ja Morant was gonna, wasn't going to play in that game, right. what you were trying to do is kind of avoid a long series. And it's, again, because Ja Morant wasn't playing in game two. Yesterday's loss to the Memphis Grizzlies, I don't think is the end of the world. I don't think it's the biggest deal in the world. However, what it has set up is game six is here. If stealing home court was the most important thing against the Memphis Grizzlies, you accomplish that in game one. If holding home court was the next important thing, you accomplish that in games three and four. Yep. So what you can't have happen is against a young team like the Memphis Grizzlies, obviously... Fatigue will be less of a factor for them. Less of a factor. And they're in their own head, Desmond Bain had said this after game four. He said, we'll be back here in L.A. for game six. Okay, they're going back there in L.A., right? He also said, we're going to be back in Memphis for game seven. These guys are very confident. They believe in themselves. Give them all the credit in the world for that. You're the Lakers. You got LeBron and Anthony Davis. You got what you were looking for was getting one in Memphis. It was all set up for this game tomorrow. I'm not telling you that it's a guarantee the Lakers would lose in seven if it goes seven, but how demoralizing if you have to leave tomorrow and start flying back to Memphis for an afternoon game on Sunday, you're going to tell me Memphis is not going to feel so incredibly good going into Game 7, seeing that every game, that every extra game the Lakers have to play, it hurts them because of the travel time, not just travel, I'm sorry, the time in between games. Um, It's not a must win, uh, but it is certainly, this is your opportunity to take care of business. You're playing with fire to go to Game 7. Let me ask you this, and and I'm, I'm curious what you think, because Who's the most dangerous player in this series? The one guy that could just single-handedly flip this thing on its head. I think there's a, a handful of options here. So I, I, does it matter which team? No. Or, okay. the, the, the one guy and the two teams, the yeah. one guy that's just, if he goes nuts, there's not so much of an answer for it. I, I, think, I think I lean towards Desmond Bain is an incredibly important player for the Memphis Grizzlies. John Morant is more likely to go off for 35 or 40. Right. But if Bain gets you 30, like he has in these last couple of games, that's interesting. That backcourt now, yesterday I'm going to use that as an example. Bain went off again. That's uh-huh. two straight games. No, he was great. He, they, they had almost 70 points between the two of them. an interesting answer. And he got 10 rebounds. And he had five assists or whatever he had. 
and he shot over 50%. If Bain plays, they have a shot. And if if something similar happened yesterday that happened small, if that backcourt again goes off together. Because remember, when they lost in overtime, John Morant did not have a good game. It was Bain that had the good game. Right. Okay. But if that backcourt goes off, that's a really tough... Um, now all of a sudden there's less pressure on Jaron Jackson Jr. Now there's more margin for error for the Memphis Grizzlies. He's a guy that kind of worries me. Th- that's that's an interesting answer because I, to me the it's one of these three guys, right? And Bain was not one of the three guys I was thinking of. It's Jaw, LeBron, and AD, right? The, the guy that just and, and what I'm getting at is this, and and maybe the answer could be Bain as you were explaining it. That could very well be the right answer. If the Lakers lose tomorrow night, now you're into a, anything can happen foul trouble, injury, or someone just goes off, right? Someone just goes off and beats you by themselves. It, LeBron could do it. AD could do it. But so could Ja. And 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 you're at home, so it's more likely to be a, a player from the home team. That's why I keep coming back to tomorrow night being – this goes to game two. Hey, don't spend money you don't need to have. Last night, I, I'm so glad you keep saying it. They just got beat last night. My only complaint from last night is I think you burned LeBron. You were down by so much. Yeah. Save save some of that. Save some of that. The rest of it is a good team played well and beat you. Not a big deal. You're coming home. But you did burn the candle at both ends a little bit. And now you're in a position where when they were up 3-1, you thought they're going to win the series. I thought they're going to win. I still do. I think they're going to win tomorrow night. But in the event that they don't, now that that randomness that comes into one-game situations – I'm not so sure if it doesn't favor Memphis because of Jaw, or to your point, because of Bain, who they've had a really tough time controlling. Jaw's probably still dealing with a lot of pain in that hand. I don't want to come down to, wait, Bain just went for 35 again, and we can't slow him Hmm. down. If he does it tomorrow night, you still got a little bit of a cushion, but man, oh man, I do not want to go back to Memphis with a anything can happen, even though the Lakers have two guys that can win a game by themselves. That that momentum that we talk about – Last night's win for Memphis, okay, gives them a little bit of momentum. Now, I don't think the Lakers are panicking. Hey, we're here, game six, just take care of business at home. But if Memphis finds a way, it doesn't matter. Ten points, one point, doesn't matter. If Memphis finds a way to say, we're sending it back to Memphis. You guys want this series? Come follow us. We're going to be on the first flight. You come on the second flight, and we'll take our chances on our home court. We'll take our chances with... You looked. You already played 37 minutes yesterday. You played 45 minutes a game before. How many minutes are these guys going to play in the next game coming up? You mentioned something earlier. There are certain teams that got to play a certain style towards the end of the season. Memphis really wasn't fighting for something towards the end of the season. Yeah. They're trying to hold on to that number two spot, but it was nothing crazy, right? Right. And they're already young. So for them, what they're thinking is, we're going to sprint. You want the marathon. We're trying to sprint. It's starting to become a sprint to the series, right? It's the the longer it goes, the more it benefits a team that's did you see them yesterday just like this? You know, it, it's kind of funny. When Lakers were up twenty four and you're saying take everybody out. Mm-hmm. Down twenty four. Or down twenty four. Yeah. Take everybody out. Even up twenty four, I'd want to take everybody out. <laughs> Same thing. <laughs> right. Same exact thing. But you're in the fourth quarter, you're down twenty four. And we always say it's kind of funny watching what teams did to get where they are, and then all of a sudden they stopped doing it. Lakers went on a 12 nothing run. And the only reason they went on a 12 nothing run is because Taylor Jenkins is telling Memphis to slow it down, work the clock. And the moment Memphis slowed it down, it played to the Lakers' advantage. But when they're like this, Trev, it, that, that's part of the that's part of the flop. That's part of the can, game plan. That can I be have. super greedy too? Yeah. And, and it, I think there's some optimism in my greed, and here's what I mean. The Lakers are still – we talked about Giannis a minute ago. We've talked mm-hmm. about the Dodgers. There are certain teams that have different expectations. And even though the Lakers kind of snuck in the back door of the playoffs, the Lakers are a championship-caliber team as you look at the rest of the NBA. There's nobody in the West that's just lights out better than everybody else. And Milwaukee just got beat in the East as the number 1 seed in the first round. If the Lakers win tomorrow night, or if they go to Game 7 in Memphis and find a way to win on the road, good for them. And this is a a remarkable turnaround of where they are. But the Lakers are about winning titles. You're not going to tell the story of the year that the Lakers escaped the Memphis Grizzlies in Game 7 in Round 1. It's cool and it's fun. The Lakers are about titles. And 
playing a game seven in Memphis, even if you win, makes a title less likely. Makes a victory in the second round over the Warriors or the Sacramento Kings less likely. The Denver Nuggets and the Phoenix Suns, they both went through in five games. Now, the Suns had a tougher ride than the Nuggets, but this is what you're supposed to do in the first round. If you're the higher seed, you bing, you're out, and yep. we're going to sit here and we'll get ready for the next one. The Lakers are in a fist fight, and they're not built for a bunch of fist fights in a row. They're built to win games. They're really good. They're two best players. One is old, and the other one is injury prone. It's, it's, it's a tough, tough road for them to get through, and every time you add another game to this schedule, it gets less likely they're going to punch their ticket. Well, Chad, that's why, I mean – we don't even have to go through where we're sitting today. Remember the the playing game against Minnesota? Mm-hmm. It was like, if you lose this game, you got to come back on Friday and then start a series. Come, We've been talking about this now for how long? Even before the regular season ended. 100%. Do you remember when they went in an overtime game against Utah? the Jazz? Yeah. And then you had Clippers the next night, and you're like, well, that's going to affect them. It's not like the tired legs started yesterday. The tired legs has been going on for three weeks but they were fortunate enough to be in a playing tournament where they got four days off and kind of managed the schedule in the beginning. Clippers, I think there was a time where they had played four and Lakers still had played two, <laughs> yeah, right? And was, now things yeah. are all catching up. They're, they're catching up to each other. The Lakers got the good end on the front. The problem is the front's over. They're at the back now. Yeah, The, the back is every other day. This is the hockey schedule where you play every uh, every other day, every and, other day. And they did. You're, you're right. They got the, the fortunate part in the front. They went up 3-1. If it was 2-2, if Memphis got that win, that overtime win, and then everything's starting to go against you, we'd be sitting in probably a position right now where they're down 3-2 in L.A. Take advantage when you can. And yeah. they, they haven't so far. They're still in a pretty good spot. Win tomorrow night. I, I, like, listen, I think hey, they're winning tomorrow. You said it. This yeah. did not feel like a five-game series anyway. These two teams are way too close in ability and, and execution that it did not feel like a five-game series, and now it's not. What I don't want is it to feel like a seven-game series. Yeah. That let's, let's just skip that altogether. The Dump, coming up next. It's Travis Lee, 710 ESPN. Slee, I think I know the answer to this, but I'm just going to throw it out there anyway. Have you ever indulged in the chili from a Wendy's? Have you ever gone to Wendy's and said, you know what, give me the chili? I have not got the, what do they got, the Baconator there? I, they, think that's the I one. believe they have a Baconator. That's the only thing I think I've ever got there. Okay, never gotten the square, a square burger would be a big. They frosty? Also do the Frosty. Baked potato. Baked potato. So you're not like a Wendy's guy. No, no definitely not a Wendy's guy. If you are a Wendy's guy out yeah. there and you are a fan of their chili, which like is- Like Robert Hebel, my dad. Yeah. Oh, is, 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 is he a Rob or a Bob or- Rob. Rob Hebel is team- Wendy's chili. He Taylor, you strike me as you may hit the mm. chili from Wendy's. What, are they getting rid of it? They are not. Okay. You can now buy it in grocery stores. They're going to start selling canned, canned, Wen- chili. canned Wendy's chili. Like, there's Am canned, I missing canned- out? Should I be going getting some it's just canned chili. <laughs> I, I've never had the pleasure. Wendy's I don't chili? Know. Taylor, you've had it. Is it good? Yeah, it's delicious. I did hear a rumor. I don't know if it's true or not that it's just kind of the leftover square burgers, but I don't know. That works. That's fine. That's kind of what okay. is it? The uh, that doesn't freak me out too bad, yeah. right? Yeah, uh, they serve at the restaurant when anything. it's like the fish is starting to go. They, yeah, they stole that into a soup. The the the, the rule on fish in restaurants uh-huh. never on a Sunday, <laughs> never because no, nobody gets fresh food delivered on a Sunday. Nobody and, does. That's yeah. right. Right. So yeah. the stuff comes yeah. other days. Sundays no deliveries. Sunday just, afternoon. And Wendy's thing is that it's some... fresh, never frozen. That's always the fresh meat. Yeah, I yeah. think as far as national fast food chains go, it's probably the best for freshness. Am I the only one that's surprised by this, that they have the uh, top 50 officially licensed NFL player products sold over the last year? Uh, There are four Los Angeles NFL players on this list. Justin Herbert's at the top at number 12. Doesn't surprise me. He's very popular. Cooper Cup is just behind him at 15. Very popular. Aaron Donald is at 26, one of the greatest players of all time. Not a big surprise. Matthew Stafford at 33? That that really catches me by surprise, Al. Are you surprised? I'm a little surprised that Herbert's number twelve. You don't have any surprise there. No, he's the flavor of the month. So this is this is based on last year. Everybody's oh, you know the big next big deal is Justin Herbert. I'm not surprised. But let no. me explain this, Travis. So I think that it's the top fifty jerseys in the NFL. So right. every quarterback for every team is going to be on this list, likely. 
So every because if you're so if you're a, t- a fan of the Texans, typically you or buy. Like, so Geno Smith is on this list. Maybe who knows? But I think <laughs> that's that, what I'm getting at. But though, I'm, right? I'm thinking like, but if you're a starting quarterback in the NFL, I think you're going to end up. On where, this where list. for you? Where would Stafford? Just, Not in the top fifty. Mm-hmm. Right, Matthew Stafford is, is. Are there a bunch of? I like Matthew Stafford. I'm thrilled he won yeah. the team a suit, but I'm not going to run around. If I'm getting a Rams jersey, I'm getting Cup or Donald. Those are the two that make sense yeah. to me. Yeah, not a Stafford. I'm still. But also, if you're in Detroit. Sure, yeah. it still counts Rams? probably for um, Detroit too. It's not a one year deal. I don't know. I don't know. I, I don't know the, the details of it. Counts for his Lions stuff too, but. All right, UConn men's basketball coach Dan Hurley, uh, recently national championship winning head coach Dan Hurley. Uh, sent President Joe Biden to voicemail because he was on the phone with a recruit. <laughs> the, the, Damn. the White House called him while he was on the phone, and Hurley missed it. He was talking to a class of 2024 recruit, saw a 202 area code number buzz in, but didn't make the connection. It doesn't come up on your caller ID like Joe Biden, Hurley said. <laughs> I just assume when the president calls, it would be someone interrupting your call and saying the president of the United States is on the line. So yeah, I'm on a phone with a recruit that I never saw, and I missed a call from the president of the United States, but I did get a voicemail. That's an interesting story. By the way, that that is something. He's power got, move. Is it going to say on <laughs> there? Unintentional power move. But by the way, it should say something on there. White House. Yes. It should have something on there that says, obviously there's no number or whatever, something <laughs> to let you know, hang up or answer this phone call because this is an important call. Okay. I, I'm team Dan Hurley in this one. That if they didn't tell him, hey, excuse me, coach, tomorrow at 1225. Yeah. President Biden will be calling you to congratulate you on your national championship. Would you please mm-hmm. make sure that you're available to take the call? Then he sends it to voicemail. That's on Dan Hurley, right? But if you just get a call, all he knows it's an insurance payment. Hey, hey no you, you, we're we're past. If you the got fifth a two two number on your phone, are you answering it? If you have no, if it just comes up, Washington D.C. in the number. No, I'm just going to assume right. it's a spam call. <laughs> Good for you, Hurley, sending the president uh, to, to voicemail. Hopefully, that recruit goes to UConn because that'd be what a story for well, that recruit. What would be so baller is if he's like, "Hey, I know we're supposed to be talking, talking to the recruit." The president is calling me on the other line. I'll call you back. Or you're saying, How's that recruit you're more not important say, to me right. than the president of the United States because I want you to come play for the UConn Huskies to this, get us the next national championship. This has very strong Nick Saban vibes who was complaining as the confetti was falling on him and he had the trophy in his hands oh, for yeah. winning the national championship. Yeah, he's he was complaining about, this is taken away from recruiting yep. time. Coach, game ended 20 seconds ago. Yep. Just maybe enjoy, enjoy the moment a little bit. Uh, the Knicks have advanced. They are out of a playoff series or advanced mm-hmm. from a playoff series for the first time since 2013. Mm-hmm. Entering this season, the Knicks had won one playoff series since 2001, the fewest of any team during that span. So, Taylor, you can take some comfort in knowing that up until yesterday, you had won more playoff series than the New York Knicks. Feels good. Look at that brand about to and get that market. And, re- and think about what you just said. And the most passionate fans maybe outside of Laker Okay, fans. so I'll tell you something funny. A couple years ago, remember when they won They won a first-round matchup, right? A couple years ago. And they're – actually, I'm trying to think. Did they win a first-round matchup? They, or did win, they, 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 they won, won, a, game. won a game. They won That's a game. what it was. That's what it was. They, they, against they, the Hawks. They celebrated they, as if they won – a championship. They lost that series four games to one. Okay, so that's actually that's exactly <laughs> what it was, and the way they reacted, I'm like, this is actually really pathetic. I was towards the end of this series. It's like, hey, I got no problem if the Knicks move on. It's not just good for basketball. Can you give that fan base something to cheer for? Something to cheer for, and it's Knicks Miami in the first round. Milwaukee's not. It almost feels like the 1990s again. That it's Knicks Miami, <laughs> and. It's going to be ugly, probably, yeah, too, it's okay. right? That's yeah, just how those ugly. teams play. MLB uh, has told the Braves they can no longer sport the oversized baseball cap to Ooh. celebrate home runs after the league heard complaints from New Era. New Era, of course, is the manufacturer of the official on-field cap. New Era hates a good time, Al. That's all I take away they from that. Fun. Why didn't New Era just make a <laughs> exactly. oversized hat and start selling those damn things? Put that thing together. That's a bad look for thing. New Era. It is. And by the way, that's one of the few things in baseball that's goofy and fun yeah. and light. And if you want to put on what the Padres had, they have the sport coat or the the, the pinwheel. At one point, they had the chain where the you pinwheel spin the, the wheel. Chain. The Angels the had the cowboy had the, hat. Uh, it's not a beer bong, but what are they using? It's a 
The Orioles? Yeah, the a Orioles funnel. are using. Oh, they have a funnel. Yeah, a funnel. Mm. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The Angels have. They had the cowboy hat. It and Now they've got like a. I don't know what it's called. Some kind of. It's like the hat that Genghis Khan wore. Yeah. I don't know what that yeah, is it's called, now. but it's. The it's, Mariners have a trident. Awesome. Yeah. There's really cool. the Dodgers don't do anything, do they? No, they used to have the bubble machine, but I haven't seen them do it. They just do the choo-choo train <laughs> yeah. thing now. And they, they do this thing too, where they, yeah, they this, just yeah. look through the window. Yeah, yeah look yeah, exactly. Look at this. All New, I know is it didn't get them any runs. New era. Today. They yeah, lose six to two. New era. Sell some oversized hats. Yeah, let's go. Let's do a little super crosstalk. All right, Mace, you may or may not know this, but okay. as someone who grew up outside of Southern California, yes. this one may miss you. Okay. John, you and I talked about it a little bit. We were doing Jerry Springer died today, right? Oh, sure. So we were Jerry talking, Springer, former mayor of Cincinnati, Cincinnati yeah, former right? lead anchor on a newscast of the number one rated newscast in Cincinnati. Yeah. I knew he's mayor. Wow. I didn't know he's a newscaster. Oh yeah, but he it was uh, his credibility sort of drifted away. Well, he, from he, he chose a different path. Yes, he did. He chose a very different path. We, so we were picking and talking about our favorite kind of trash TV shows, and one of my draft picks, Ireland, was Wally George. The greatest. Oh, my <laughs> do, gosh. Do you know Wally no, George? No, I don't know Wally George. Oh. John, do you want to try to explain John? Wally right. George? So he was on a, a cable access show, so think Wayne's World. KDOC. Yeah, it, it taped in Santa Ana, and it was a small set with a desk an American flag. <laughs> was that his real hair or was that a wig? I think it was a wig. I, I, don't, so I assumed it was a wig. This shocking white hair. And he was the original, the very first right-wing extremist. Yeah. Okay, so he would invite a Democrat on. He'd pack the crowd with all his fans. Wally yeah, George, yeah. They're screaming, Wally, Wally. Yeah, yeah. And some poor sap would come out and say, well, uh, I, don't, I don't think there's an illegal immigration problem. And Wally would explode. He goes, you're everything that's wrong with this country. You see this flag? And the, the crowd would go, Wally, Wally. And like, well, let me make my point. Well, I will not let you make your point. You're an ass. And he would just yell at people. And at least 30 times the audience would just start chanting Wally. And they, we would berate the audience, too. There would occasionally be a non-Wally fanatic, in the, and they would all turn on him. It was it was. I remember so one far time. ahead of so its time. He was like the original. His daughter was Rebecca De Mornay. I mentioned that, oh, too. Oh, I forgot and, about yes. that. Yes. And now I now so you know who we're talking about. Remembrance okay. of him. Yes. Yeah. So when Risky Business came out, that was obviously a huge hit, but she played a hooker who has sex on a train. <laughs> yes. And one of those guys, Trav, in the audience one time said, well, Wally, who are you to talk? Your daughter's taking her. And he just like, Rebecca's a grown woman. She can make her own decisions, and you are a moron. And he just would start screaming. And then the crowd would go, Wally, Wally. Wally. It, was, it was the precursor to Morton Downey Jr. Morton Downey Jr., they, yeah. They were all playing characters, though, right? Oh, like yeah. Had yeah. Wally was not that. Wally was playing that. Wally was like Colbert, only not particularly so, creative. I, I heard your uh, trash TV draft. Yeah. Oh, I did not hear it. And yes. I, I'm shocked that none of the four of you took Milf Manor. Do you know about Milf Manor? <laughs> We've talked about it. Oh, yeah. I, I have not had oh, the so pleasure. Oh, so you could go to reality. It wasn't necessarily talk show guys. It could no, be it was just any trash. Trashy yeah, keeping up with the Kardashians, uh, Real Housewives. So, right, M, do you have the list in front of you? If you wanted to, so yeah, I have the list. Read it off for all right. So it's Travis chose Jerry Springer show. Yes, Rivera, and then Wally George. Strong. There's Morton Downey Jr. Taylor chose Cops, Maury, and Loveline. Okay, there you go. Also excellent. I chose Love Is Blind. Dance Moms and MTV's Next. I haven't seen yeah. any of those. Can't, yeah, well, can't recommend Dance Moms, Dance Moms by the way, enough. Is pretty awful. It's yeah. terrific. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and then Alan chose Jersey Shore, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, and Million Dollar Listing. The thing is, none of us watch Milf Manor, which is why we wouldn't have picked it. But we I mean, it's all things we watch. Million Dollar Listing. Even I watch. I don't consider it to be necessarily. Trashy. No, no. Like, what you need? I just like to see the houses yeah. and how no, big okay, they so are. You need the next iteration of that show was the Orange County one, right? No, no, no it's selling, selling sunset. Selling sunset. Yes. Now, oh, that's, that's the trashy. one you mentioned. Yeah. That's the one that's you mentioned. Trashy. Selling sunset selling, is trashy. Trav, selling the OC is that <laughs> on steroids? <laughs> no, it's, it's basically a bunch of girls dressed like they're trying to audition for Playboy, selling houses. Who I really question even have real estate licenses. <laughs> yeah, I would like to make sure. I'd like to see their credentials. Right. I thought maybe this is the one the, house. They the sold. star of that show, that selling the OC, who they tried to turn into a, a villain. Like, literally, 
Every single time she's on camera, it's just a massive Isn't shot of that her Chriselle? cleavage. No, Chriselle's on Selling Sunset. Oh, okay, got it. Um, I so tried. I, I got that. the G-rated <laughs> version yeah, then with I million dollar say, listings. Million dollar listings, kind of normal. <laughs> that's, that's just G- a real estate that's Josh show. Josh Flag and you know, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, that's normal. When you go to Selling OC and Selling Sunset, yeah. it gets it, it turns off. Now, I have a I have a pretty good. Jerry Springer died today. Is why we brought this up. I have a, a, a pretty good Jerry Springer story that Mason's heard, but I haven't told in a long time. So I go on vacation. Lisa and I go on vacation with these couples, and we we just decide that it doesn't matter where we go. We all have fun together, so we'll go anywhere. So every time your turn on the wheel comes up, you get to pick the place. So one of my friends picked Laughlin. Nevada? Laughlin, yeah. Nevada. <laughs> okay. okay, which is the river. Picture Vegas, but... Grimier. Yeah, yeah, right. right. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, I've been. It's like a step down from Reno. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> Reno, Reno's, Reno looks like Monte well, Carlo. By the way, that's, that may Laughlin. be the best description of <laughs> yeah. Laughlin I've yeah. ever heard. But, yes. So we go and we get there on like a Friday night. And I get out of the car and we walk in. There's like four couples. There's eight of us. And never in my entire, because this is like 20 years ago. Never in my career have I been recognized this much. It was it was almost like really? I, was, I was being punked. And so I walk into the casino and the security guard goes, man, it's great to have you here. I can't believe you're here. And I walk in and this guy walks, he goes, oh, my God, I watch you every night. I can't believe you're here. I'm like, were you on the news still my, at this point? Yeah, I was doing, I, okay. I did sports every night on KCAL. Okay. And. I'm convinced now that one of my friends has put, it's, like, it's got, got a comedy troupe and yeah. they're just tagging me out. And this is the first dip, 20 minutes of the trip and they're just messing with me. And they all swear they're not. And even Lisa's looking at me going, this is weird. Like you've been recognized. We go to check in and there's this super long line. And this guy comes out from behind the counter and goes, you don't have to wait in line. Come here. Wow. <laughs> and awesome. I'm like, KCAL, power what? of KCAL. I'm like, what in the hell? is going on here and literally like a light bulb going off we get our room keys we go the doors open now keep in mind i did sports on kcal from 10 45 to 11 o'clock at 11 o'clock every night was jerry springer so the door opens to the elevator and this guy nobody by the way the weirdest thing about this was no one ever called me by my name they all said hey great to see you so glad you're here you don't have to wait in line no, not John, not Ireland, not no, nobody knew my name. Sports guy. Yeah, nothing. <laughs> and finally, the doors open, and this guy's sitting there with one of those drinks that's like six feet tall. <laughs> yeah. Looks at me and goes, hey, you're the guy that's all right before Jerry Springer. <laughs> <laughs> it oh turns out gosh. in Laughlin, everybody would watch Jerry Springer, so they would tune in at 10.55. They'd watch me for five minutes <laughs> and, then, and, and catch the beginning of the Jerry that's Springer. Funny. That's that's awesome. Awesome. My, my friends, to this day, they texted me today. When, when he died, he goes, he goes oh, now uh, now we can tell that Ireland story again. We haven't told it for a few Fame. years. But it, That's awesome. It was, yeah, I was the uh, KCAL. The, the died before Springer. And, and and Don Corsini, who was the GM at KCAL at the time, was good friends with Springer. Okay. Knew him, helped, produced his movie. And so he gave him that. He kept him Forgot in that slot a movie. for 20 years. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, it was the, the name of the movie was Ringmaster. Yeah. And it was like a, a basically a story about all the people that would go on Jerry Springer, and it was yeah. like had a lot of sex and nudity. And you know. so, if you're, for example, right now a, a pregnant woman, yeah, and you want to prove somebody is your baby daddy, baby daddy, where do you even go Maury. without a job? Is Maury still that's, on? That's more you're 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 Maury crossing the stream. Oh, oh, really? So Ma- Maury is the you are not the father guy. Maury's entire uh, show is paternity tests. Okay, yeah, two, two facts yeah. about more three facts about Maury Povich. Married to Connie Chung. Yeah, that's that's one. number one. Son of Shirley Povich, who is a legendary journalist yes. from Washington. One more D.C. fact. I, so one more Maury fact. Like, like the third one, like Jerry Springer. A former number one rated news anchor in like Washington D.C. and Philadelphia and New York, Jeez. and those guys Springer and Maury just turned left and realized how much money was in it. Oh, yeah. yeah, and they said we're never giving it up. Somebody look needs to look this up. I think Maury's still on the air. No, really? I I, I really do. I think that it's still. Well, on you the remember air. he he started as the host of a current affair. Yeah, right, current affair. Right. That's right. That, it actually ended in 2022. Oh, okay. Oh. So just just well <laughs> But yeah, there is a lot of bad TV. Did you log there. a lot of trash TV? Uh, well, Jerry Springer is a really big deal, especially in Ohio, because we knew him as mm. 
the mayor of Cincinnati. <laughs> sure. And look what the mayor of Cincinnati is doing now. That was actually a big thing. I'm not a huge... Ireland is a huge trash TV guy. Can't get enough of it. We'll um, watch anything. He's like real housewives <laughs> of Des Moines. He's all well, over Well, I'm surprised it. none of you guys threw Temptation Island in there, which was maybe the worst idea ever, but a, but a decent uh, TV show in the sense that they got couples that were together, and they send them to an island... And they take the guy, yeah, and they right. send him to a place where there are 20 girls, and they take the girl and send him to a place 20 guys. And these are the best-looking people ever, and they just try and get him to cheat. And yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, it was great. Yeah, that's, that's a good so, concept. So one of, not, not one of the originals, but the original of Real Housewives right. was the Real Housewives of Orange County. Okay. okay? So down kind of sort of where I live and where you grew up. Right. Right? So... This w- it, before it became this huge phenomenon, when it was just kind of getting started, um, you would occasionally see these women out and about. Yeah, yeah. mostly at the- Javier's in Crystal Cove. <laughs> but that was a, so, so you're <laughs> on to something here. Yeah, uh, one of my good buddies, single guy, used to go to Javier's in Crystal Cove. To where hang, they all to, hang out to hang out and get a drink and maybe meet somebody. Did he go there because of this? No, no. he okay. was. That's that was his spot that he would hit occasionally. One of the housewives took a fascination into him, made a run at him repeatedly. Wow! And, and, and he and he was he was not really feeling it all that much. Like he he. He didn't need that part Were there of the cameras there? No, but she kept telling him, A, she liked him. Yeah. And and she was interested in him. But hey, if you if you and I, you know, you can be on the TV show and you can do all of this, that she was aggressively pursuing him and all of us are egging him on to do it. Right. Like we're just all, for the yeah, story. Yeah, absolutely. Like you have and and my buddy is a bit of a wild card. Yeah, that he didn't do it today is still one of the great regrets of my life. That he hey, had a moment so of maturity. I have a, a friend of mine I went to high school with. Uh, shout out to Mike Fell down in Orange County. He's an attorney, and he's like Mason. He would never ever say no to any chance to appear on television. No, on TV. I gotta get reason. on TV. Gotta right. get on TV. So, and he's 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 got a great personality, and he's funny, and. <laughs> So he has now become kind of, he's perfect for it. But he, whenever one of these girls gets in trouble, he represents them in court. Oh, so nice. he's appeared six or seven times on The Real Housewives. <laughs> wow. And he's always wanted to say, well, you drove drunk and you crashed your car into a tree, but nobody got hurt. So I think I can get you out with just probation. Oh, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Did he get her, ever get invited to uh, Andy Cohen uh, in the clubhouse or whatever the hell they call that show? Well, that's in New York. That tape's in New York. Oh, okay. So, but I, isn't that one of Andy Cohen's shows? Yeah. But, and don't so they the fly girls everybody go, in to girls do go. that? Well, remember, uh, Trav, the pitcher Matt Keough, um, his ex was one of the real housewives. Gina. Mm. Yeah. And she's not on anymore, but she was in the original cast of mm-hmm. the beginning. I went to school in my class uh at Corona del Mar was Matt's sister Rainy, who's really nice and now okay. lives in Colorado and was really cute and fun and <laughs> and uh, but but that was like so we all had connections to that show through my friend Mike and through the Keos and through everything. I was I'm always amazed. Ireland has all these friends who are doing a, like uh, the people hook, I went you, to you are like overweight and living in the same house they grew up. <laughs> well, in. Look, Corona del Mar and Toledo know, are a little different. It really well, is different. Trav, have you ever been to the Quiet Woman, which I, is a bar yes. that's in downtown Corona del Mar? Yes. So did you ever see the episode? called the not so quiet woman when they had a food fight <laughs> no, in the I quiet woman no. uh, throwing plates it was the greatest it was is awesome. there any show you would say no to uh let's see i always think i should be a reality show i would be a great you want to be a show. participant or a host oh i know I'd, I'd like I, to be a i'd like to be a participant really oh i'd like cameras following me around oh, I couldn't oh yeah do it. i live, way, way I live a wild life <laughs> As you know, Ireland, I yes. live a wild life. You, it would be you, fascinating you to You order candy off of Postmates. Off of Postmates, that's right. <laughs> yeah, what no, else? lately what else? Not anymore. You only have to send the cameras to here and Mason's no, house. No, lately, Ireland, lately, we've been going out for a uh, cocktail every night. Oh, that's good. At a different place that's every good. single night. Yeah. Within how close to your place? Uh, you know, a couple blocks. <laughs> that's okay. Walking that's distance, all right. Walking distance, yes. Nothing it's wrong best with that. when it's walking yeah. distance, right? You don't have to worry about driving. Yeah, don't worry about driving. Hosting one of those shows would interest would be me fun. a great deal. Well, Jeff Probst, participating, Jeff not Probst so has, has done made that a fortune. For, I mean, he has done that forever. But that—that's like 
is that not like the middle that that's that's not trashy it's not super trashy right it's kind of it's just reality tv and you got the conch or whatever it is they hand each other to right kick here's, somebody here's off the, the torch and all that, that, that business but like the bachelor that gets yeah that's you know, pretty he, trashy That'd he made a lot of money doing that chris right? harrison yeah chris he's, harrison. he's he out now he got he got me too or something have, have you ever gotten the opportunity to host one of those no but it was interesting i got an offer to when it when it started, TVG the horse racing sure. network offered me an anchor job. I turned it down, and Chris Harrison took it. Oh, really? And then he That's went the, on to be the, the bachelor. Stepping stone that could be have been my road. Wow. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, I lost a job too. I was doing uh, this wasn't trashy at all. They were doing Tony Danza was producing a like a sports politically incorrect show. This is oh. when Bill Maher was doing that show on yeah. uh, ABC, and uh, it came down to me and George Lopez. Really? Yeah, and I could not stop sweating. I oh, you had an Albert Brooks, Brooks. Albert Brooks. I sweat the entire time. <laughs> Lost the job to George Lopez. Now, ultimately, the show didn't go anywhere, so I didn't feel so bad. But that that sweating. I remember Eric Kramer, <laughs> saying, quarterback. Yeah, the Kramer. Uh, he was one of the uh, panelists yeah. on that thing. Yeah. And we went to a commercial break, and he said, "Wipe your face, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Wipe your face." At dude. least you lost out to George Lopez. I know, He's it's like worse, a worse famous comedian. It exactly. could have been somebody named, you know, George Rodriguez that yeah, we've never exactly. heard of. At least exactly. it's George Lopez. George Rionis. Yeah, yeah, yeah George Rionis. Whoa, whoa. Good, good George afternoon. Sedano, hey. that would piss me off. <laughs> Super Crosstalks, powered by...